I'm Danette Lowe, founder of True North Wealth Management and your host. Welcome to a fresh episode of Ready to Retire. If you're ready to live an amazing life filled with family, friends, travel, and interesting experiences, if you're starting to think about retirement, wondering if you've saved enough, and want to learn more about how everything fits together, you're in the right place. On this show, I'll tackle complicated financial topics and break them down into easy to understand concepts. Are you ready to retire? Let's go. This is Danette Lowe. Welcome to a three-part series called The Three Steps to Planning an Epic Retirement. I'm going to give you a brief overview of the three main steps, and then we're going to go to a lot of detail in step one on this episode. The three steps are step one, what will you do with your time? What are you going to spend your time doing while you're retired? It's not a long weekend. It's not a long vacation. Okay, we have to think about it differently. So what are you going to do? And that's what we're going to talk about today. Step two is what does your cash flow look like in retirement? What are your sources of income? Where is the money coming in? How much are you going to get in Social Security? How much will you have saved in a 401k or an IRA? Those types of things. Step two is going to be the cash flow episode. Step three is the making it all work episode. Step three, we're going to talk about how do we combine the different aspects of what you want to do and how much money you have coming in so that you can achieve those things. Let me give you a quick example of what I'm thinking of. In step one, what are you going to do with your time? Let's say you decide that you want to have a family vacation and In step two, you've allocated $2,000 per year towards that goal of having a family vacation. So step three is where the magic happens and where the fun is. You can say, if I spend $2,000 per year, this is the budget, then what can I do once a year for $2,000? So maybe you say, I'll do an annual camping trip. You will contribute half of the food and you'll buy the boat rental and things like that. And then you can say, also, what if we did the trip every other year? Now you have a $4,000 budget. So maybe you could do something a little bit bigger, but you're doing it every other year. You get the math. You can say, I can do it every three years. And now I have a $6,000 budget every three years. Then you can go even further and say, when the grandkids are under the age of 16, then we'll go once a year. But once they're over the age of 16, then we'll do something a little bit bigger every three or four years. And that's the whole magic of doing it this way is in step one, and we're going to talk about this in detail, you understand what it is you want to do with your time, how you want to spend your time, who you want to spend your time with. And then step two is the financial. How much can I allocate to each of these things? And then three, how can I bring those things together? And the combination of things is unlimited. All you have to do is imagine 
the things that you want to do and then work back into how to make them happen. There's nothing that you can't accomplish. There's nothing that can't be done when you follow this method. If your resources are tight, if spending is going to be tight, let's say you want to travel somewhere these days. You want to travel to Scotland. My husband and I did this a couple of years ago. We were planning a trip to Scotland. It was our first time. We had never been. And we sat on a Saturday and watched YouTube videos of people traveling, you know, Scotland travel blogs and traveling to Scotland. We learned so much. Like at the end of the afternoon, we were so enjoying. We felt like we got away. We saw the beautiful countryside and we saw the places these people went. And when it came time to actually planning our trip, we knew things to look out for, things to do, things not to do. It was great research and the cost was, you know, nothing, whatever the cost of a fraction of your internet subscription, I guess. There's so much available to you. So in today's episode, we're going to focus on step one, which is, I think, the most important of the three steps. The main thing for you to do in step one is to start writing things down. Write down everything you can think of. In this step, you're just brainstorming ideas. You're not judging them. You're not saying, oh, I can never afford that or this couldn't happen. Nothing like that. All we're going to do is sit and imagine the things that we want to have. We can create a visual picture, a mental image. I'd like you to keep a journal and write things down. Think about when you're driving in the car and you're in the commute. It's a perfect time to just visually picture what are some of the things you'd like to do in retirement? What are some of the things you would like life to look at? I've put together a collection of questions to go over in this episode, and we're going to put those questions in the show notes so that you can reaccess them without having to listen to the episode again. But these are some of the big ones to think about. So this is step one. What do you want to do with your time? Retirement is not a long weekend. It's not a long vacation. This is how you're going to be living your life. And the biggest mistake I see people making is thinking of it just as one of those two things, either a long weekend or a long vacation, and they don't plan to do anything. When people choose that path, within six months, they're back to work. Within six months, their significant other, if their spouse is already retired and now they're retired with nothing to do, they're driving each other crazy at this point. So you have to say, how are you going to spend your time? Okay, here are a number of questions. Who will you spend your time with? The number one factor in predicting longevity and a long-lasting life is the strength and depth of our relationships. What's really important is that we have a wide range of conversations with people we don't necessarily agree with. And I find that absolutely fascinating. But it is really important for us to hear viewpoints and opinions and ideas and thoughts that are not necessarily what we agree with. That's how we learn. It's how we expand our brain. And 
it's an absolute strong factor in predicting longevity. What hobbies will you focus on? Have you always wanted to learn a foreign language? Did you want to learn how to play the piano or oil painting? How about camping or kayaking or hiking? Those are some of my favorites. What about gardening? Would you like to spend time planting a garden? Are you going to do vegetables or flowers? Just recently, my husband helped me plant a hydrangea garden in our front yard, and that's been really exciting. We could spend all day talking about gardening, but this is, what are your hobbies? What hobbies have you been dabbling in that you really want to dedicate some time to? I like to quilt and do watercolor and things like that. And you can spend, you know, days working on a quilt and things like that. And how nice is it going to be when I do retire to be able to spend time on hobbies that we enjoy? The next one is, will you work in retirement? Maybe you have a hobby that you've been doing for years, like cake decorating. And you've been doing it for years and you're really good at it. And you'd like to maybe explore turning that into a business. Will you work? Maybe your employer would like to have you as a consultant part-time for a number of years as you transition. Or maybe they'll have you do special projects. Maybe you'd like to teach in retirement or volunteer. One of the things I'd like to do when I retire, I'd like to volunteer for SCORE the Service Corps of Retired Executives. I just think that's a lovely idea. One of my friends wants to be a docent at a zoo when she retires. This is all part of how do you see yourself spending your time? What do you see yourself doing? Let's talk about travel. Do you plan on traveling? Is travel in your future? If you do want to travel, how often? Where do you want to go? How will you get there? Will you drive or fly or take the train? Will you travel to another country? Who are you going to be traveling with? What type of travel are you going to do? Are you going to do group outings? Are you going to do self-guided? I like to do a spiritual retreat once a year. Those take you to some fun destinations now that we're able to travel again. As you're going through your day, spend some time Thinking about questions like this, there's no limit. I saw an interview the other day with the actor Chris Hemsworth, and when he was asked this question, he said he would love to spend a month in Indonesia surfing and island hopping, taking his family, spending time with his family. And when he described that, you could see the joy that he felt as he spoke about it. That's what I want you to get to. What kind of travel would bring you the kind of joy that when you talk about it, other people could feel the joy and the passion? I have three more questions to think about on this list. How about learning? What do you want to learn how to do? What do you want to learn more about? Are you a history buff? Do you have a flair for interior design? Being a lifetime learner is an amazing way to keep your mind sharp, to keep your mind active. Learning just in general is something that, you know, we kind of always are doing, but now you're going to have the time to focus on it. Oh, we talked about maybe learning another language earlier in the episode. 
So there's so many things out there. You can specialize into something small. And this is like one of my favorite topics because I'm constantly intrigued by learning. I have a tendency to get bored easy. And this is one that helps me combat that because I'm always looking to learn something new. How about exercise and healthy eating? How will you get your exercise in? How will your pattern change from what it is now? Will you go for walks? Will you have an exercise buddy? Are you a foodie? Will you learn to cook different kinds of dishes? If for the exercise part, we go to the gym or take a class in yoga. Is there an outdoor activity that you've wanted to try but haven't yet? How will you get your body moving in retirement? Last but not least is where will you live? Will you move to a different state, maybe a state with no income tax? Will you move to a state that's warmer or maybe perhaps colder? Will you move to be closer to family or to live in a place that maybe you fell in love with one time when you were on vacation? Will you be a snowbird? In our area, it snows in the winter. So a lot of people head south in the winter to a warmer climate. Are you interested in moving to a couple of different places before you settle down? The sky is really the limit. You can do anything. I think I gave you a lot to think about here. What I want you to do is I'd love it if you could do a physical notebook, something small that you can carry around with you. And as you think about these things, as you have inspiration, start jotting them down. I'd love it if you could pick a day of the week. Usually Sunday works best for me, but pick a day of the week that works for you and schedule a 20 to 30 minute window of time just to sit and think about some of these questions. Let some of these questions just swirl around in your mind. And when you get a strong nudge, a strong inspiration, then write it down. When something comes into your mind and say, oh, I would love it if this could happen, write that down. Let that be part of your visualization of how you see yourself when you're not working and you are living your epic, amazing life. This part of the process does not cost anything, right? This is not expensive. This is just spending a little bit of time thinking about what it is you want to do. There's no wrong answer. You cannot get it wrong here. We're not worrying about how you're going to make something happen. Everything is on the table. I'm going to put a summary of these questions in the show notes, but for a quick review, this is step one of a three-step process. What will you do in retirement? How will you spend your time? That's step one. Here are the questions to ask yourself for step one. Who will you be spending your time with? What hobbies will you focus on? Will you work or volunteer? or teach, or all three? Will you travel? If so, how often? Where will you go? What will you learn? How will you keep your mind engaged? How will you exercise and prepare healthy meals? Where will you live? 
and what does that look like? I've probably just scratched the surface here of all the things that you could think of, and that's why it can feel so overwhelming sometimes. But if you spend a little bit of time each week just visualizing your ideal picture, then when it comes to step three, mapping it out, you'll have a really clear vision of what it is you want to have happen. And that's where the magic comes, when you can describe it to someone else and they can feel the joy that you feel. You are well on your path to a wonderful, amazing, epic retirement. I am so excited for you as you embark on this journey. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Ready to Retire. I'm your host and certified financial planning professional, Danette Lowe. For over 20 years, I've been helping busy professionals beautifully navigate the transition from working full-time and saving their money to confidently retiring and living in the lifestyle that they've worked so hard to create. For more action items and help as you approach retirement, sign up for my newsletter at truenorthwealth.com. That's T-R-U North Wealth, all one word, dot com. I'll be back next time with more retirement planning fun. Have a wonderful day. Bye.